Stat Media Group, delivering logistics news since 1986. Hello everyone, I am Reggie John and this is Logistic Tech Dialogues presented by Kale Logistics Solutions. This is our weekly dialogue on innovations and technologies that make logistics move faster and deliver better. Logistic Tech Dialogues is brought to you in partnership with Gale Logistics Solutions, a trusted global logistics IT solutions provider for several Fortune 500 companies worldwide. If you ever paid for something with your phone, transferred money using an app, or checked your bank statement online, then you are already part of a multi-billion dollar industry called fintech and it is changing economies around the world. Today, fintech, short for financial technology, is more than a buzzword. It is a big business opportunity. Fintech is changing every industry, including logistics, that has always been plagued with inefficiencies. Fintech is teaching an old industry some interesting new tricks. My guest today is Lionel Vanderwalt, Global Chief Commercial Officer of PayCargo. PayCargo provides innovative cloud-based solution that has established a robust contactless payment ecosystem, enabling payers to quickly and securely pay air and ocean carriers, maritime ports, ground handlers, freight forwarders, and custom brokers. This allows for faster cargo release, elimination of inefficient manual processes and fees, improved transparency, cash flow management, as well as streamlined invoicing and account reconciliation. Today, PayCargo claims to have a network that is a leading independent payment platform focused on expediting the movement of cargo industry-wide in North America and is rapidly expanding in Europe and other geographies. In the midst of a global pandemic, PayCargo raised a total of 160 million US dollars in funding in two rounds. The company aims to process 10 billion US dollars of freight-related payments in 2021. PayCargo's chief commercial officer, Lionel Vanderwalt, joins me to discuss fintech, the most happening industry, and how it is changing the current landscape and the future of another fascinating industry, which is logistics. Lionel, welcome to Logistic Tech Dialogues, and thanks for making time to talk to us. Hi, Reggie. Glad to be here with you and look, uh, look forward to the discussion. Lionel, tell us about PayCargo's uh, patented online payment system providing overnight settlement of invoices between shippers and carriers in the global freight industry. Focus on the robust digital technology platform on the cloud and how agile it is to deal with a multitude of customer demands. Yes, Roger, and, and what I'd like to do with is maybe just take a step back and, and that introduction you did was awesome. But something you know that a lot of people really don't understand is what is a FinTech and what is PayCargo really trying to achieve, right? So yes, as you said, we are a financial tech company our objective is to use technology to basically drive and transform sustainability and, and drive economies across the globe. Sounds like a big area objective, right? And, and, and the question is, how do we do that? Well, we do that because we are basically a company that's made up of industry experts that then take the knowledge that we have of the industry, so very, very specific 
to our domain and then use that to modernize payment systems. And that then helps to drive efficiencies in payments, which in turn drive sustainability and drives economic growth. And we do that, and I'll give you one or two examples by taking the paper out, obviously that's very sustainable. You'll be shocked and surprised by how much paper there's still, there's still in, in the payment industry. So we really work hard to remove that. And then obviously by expediting payments, we're expediting the movement of cargo. And by doing that, we're also bringing efficiency. So goods are moving a lot quicker and more efficiently uh, at ports. It also means that trucks, et cetera, have less dwell time, that they're waiting and standing around idling, wasting emissions. So really, we see ourselves as driving a lot of sustainability within the industry. And then, as I said, moving those goods faster, making sure that there's that efficiency helps to drive economic growth, both, both at a national as well as a global level. So what, you know, what is it that pay cargo is doing? We basically, as I said, use technology to facilitate global payments within the logistics industry. And we take all of those outdated manual processes that you have. And, and let me give you a very tangible example. In the North American market, uh, and, and you might be shocked to hear this, but it's, it's, it's very normal still to see a lot of payments being made by checks. Now, when you're doing payments with checks, basically what happens, you use a simple example of an airline working with a freight forwarder. The, air, the freight forwarder is bringing goods into the country on behalf of the client. The airline lets them know that the goods are, are about to arrive. They then have to pay certain fees, right? When those goods arrive in the country, import service fees, sometimes there's storage fees. Internally, they, when they get that notice of what needs to be paid, they need to make sure that the amount's correct. Then it has to go to somebody on the financial side to facilitate the payment. And if it's a check, somebody is writing out a check, then somebody else is approving it. And then you end up with a pile of paper and a pile of checks. And somebody then has to take all of that and rush it across. A lot of times, uh, with a cost to it because they're using a courier to get it to the vendor. Then the vendor needs to get the, you know, deposit the check, make sure that it's cleared, clear, reconcile it with the transaction, and then only let the forwarder know they can pick up their goods. So very time consuming, very outdated, very costly. With pay cargo, basically what happens is we're an online payment platform. The vendor receives the information from, sorry, the, the forwarder receives the information from the airline. They go in our system online, put in the details of the transaction, approve the payment. So there's no waiting for check approvals, et cetera. Immediately, once they approve that payment, we then basically send a message to the, to the carrier saying that the payment's approved and based on the relationship the carrier has with Cargo, they immediately release the goods or in worst case scenarios, sometimes next day, but most of the time it's same day. So basically once the forwarder has approved the payment, they can immediately send their drivers to go pick up the goods, even though the payment hasn't been made. And what we do on our side is we guarantee the payment next day to the carrier, and we obviously then collect our monies from the forwarders. And that is how we sort of improve and facilitate payments on the import side. And, and just so that you know, that process I explained to you is even what I would call version one outdated payment process, because we as a company really like using, as we say, technology to facilitate this. So using APIs, et cetera, where we integrate a lot more with vendors and payers can help to facilitate that even more and bring a lot more value.
Lionel, one thing that we have noticed in the last 18 months, 19 months of pandemic is the digital adoption at a consumer level, at an individual level, at an organizational level, the adoption rates have really gone up. The use of digital transformation strategies rolled out by companies. How rapid has been the adoption of your platform in the last 19 months? Uh, how many customers did you manage to onboard uh, using your platform? So Bankogo has really experienced robust growth since, since basically the start of, of the launch of the company. And the company started on the maritime side and then from there transitioned into and the other modes. But with COVID, there was a rapid acceleration of, of growth across our, our services. And, and it's a very simple uh, reason for that. You know, we're an online payment platform. When COVID struck, you know, everybody basically were, were isolated at home. So if you had all these payment processes that required either paper or face-to-face -face contact, that was impossible and businesses need to continue, right? So everybody found PayCog and saw that as a robust solution for them to continue doing business. So we saw, if you look at 2019 versus 2020, we had 100% growth there. And if you look at this year versus last year, 2021 versus 2020, um, we on track to reach 250% growth. So really, really, I mean, significant growth. And I think it's, it's, it's a combination of another thing, as a, a number of things. As I said, it's because everybody ended up needing all of these uh, remote uh, contactless payment solutions, which we obviously provide. But, some, but as, as COVID progressed and as people also started moving back to their offices, one of the great things, and it's sort of the silver cloud around all of the doom and gloom around COVID, is that the light was shining very brightly on air cargo. So management and boards were paying a lot of attention to air cargo, as air cargo was basically the saving grace for many companies, um, especially in the airline side where you were on the passenger business almost came to a halt. So that meant that people started looking at cargo a lot more strategically and we started getting more investments. So it's not only just about pay cargo being well positioned, but it's also about other companies that started uh, realizing they need to invest in digitalization and new technologies. And those companies, and, and there were a number of companies that prior to COVID had already gone down this road and had already uh, invested a lot of funds in modernizing their systems and processes. And they were very well positioned to react swiftly to what happened with COVID. Lani, let's come to uh, supply chain. And uh, supply chain is about movement of payment settlement of invoices, one of the three critical part of the supply chain, the other two being the movement of cargo goods and the movement of information related to the goods. Are. What is your realistic evaluation of the current global freight industry in terms of digital solutions enabling this seamless flow of goods, information and payment? What is your realistic assessment of uh, global freight industry's appetite for digital transformation? I'm very optimistic. Um, I, as I just mentioned, I, I've really seen an acceleration, a meaningful acceleration of people now seriously looking at the adoption of new modern digitalized processes and procedures within their companies. And where previously I'd, you, you'd heard a lot of people talking and you'd seen a lot of projects where people, you know, yearable, et cetera, but not really meaningful progress in a lot of those. Now we're really starting to see it. And you see things like what IATA is driving with a one record uh, standard that they've developed and that moving 
way outside of the realm of air cargo. It's now becoming multimodal. And we just saw that we had the maritime side also participating at the IATA One Record Hackathon. So I'm, I'm really optimistic that, we, that we're seeing an acceleration and we're going to see change. However, in saying that, I, I think that we're still a very outdated and antiquated industry in many ways. In, and, and that's both in terms of our systems and the way that we do business. And I think even though we now got this renewed focus on our industry and, and people really realizing that they need to do something, um, you know, my fear is that once we get past COVID is people are going to fall back into their old ways. So we really need to continue evangelizing and pushing these messages that we, that we need this transformation and it's critical for our industry. One area that is crucial, and, and this is a philosophy at Pay Cargo, is that, and, and why we are so successful, is that we have an open collaborative approach, meaning that both with our clients across the value chain, but also with other industry service providers, be it, be it you know, third parties uh, like Kale, um, you know, you look at Champ, you look at Unisys, you look at IBS, Acelia, all of these third parties, we are integrated with them and we're working with them to find ways to benefit our mutual clients so if you're not sharing data, and, and, and a lot of times when people ask me, I tell them, you know, pay cargo, yes, we facilitate payments. That's on the surface. But if you dig under the surface, what we really do is we facilitate the movement of data and give access to data to clients. And that's how we achieve the objective of, of really expediting the movement of cargo. So I think it's really important that people start thinking a bit more collaborative, and, and we still got a long way to go. There are a lot of people who basically have got these islands and silos. They, they, they don't have the trust in the industry with other stakeholders. Um, that needs to change. And once again, uh, I, I think it's, it's, I, it's, it's initiatives like One Record, where it's really open and you've got all this open data sharing. It's cargo community systems that we see and, and in Europe that's a bit more mature than in the North American market. But I'm a big supporter of any initiative like those where it opens up for data, you know, very transparent data sharing in a responsible manner, making sure that the data is secure and only the right people have access to it. But we've still got a long way to go. So I, I would encourage everybody out there who's listening to, if you're not already working in these initiatives and, and being open and collaborative, you, you really need to think about that if you want to secure your business for the future. Can you give us a sense of the volume and value of daily transaction on your platform? And do you think you are on track to process a $10 billion US dollar in freight-related payments this year? And is there any chance that you will cross that, that target or have you crossed it already? I'm very cautious in, in, in what I share when it gets to some of these numbers, right? Uh, but I can tell you this, we're certainly on track to achieve the 10 billion mark. And that in, in itself is, is something phenomenal because that's a 250% growth over what we did last year. And to put that in perspective, what we did 2020 versus 2019 was 100% growth. So our business is really, really accelerating. And I think there's a lot of things that are coming to place, some that I cannot share with you. We've got a lot of exciting projects and partnerships, et cetera, that are coming into play that will be announced some shortly, uh, some, some in the medium term. That's really going to help to accelerate all of this. So I would cautiously say that, 
yes, we are on track to achieve that. Who knows? Maybe we're going we're gonna, to uh, bypass that. You know, if you look at our ecosystem right now, and, and that's really the fundamental foundation of what we do is if we've got this ecosystem of users we're sitting with over 60,000 users in the network right now across the globe and as i'm sure you know reggie all of these players it's it's you know it's, it's all the big names right all the major airline carriers maritime carriers all the major ports um ground handlers forwarders and all of those they don't just operate in one country they, they operate across the globe so it, it really helps us with our international expansion that our users already understand know pay cargo is understands the value and they're experiencing it um, and then obviously the other value that we have is you've also got a lot of the small to medium company that are out there that use pay cargo they might they more national uh, a lot of the time but those small to medium companies what we do for them is we provide them access to the marketplace where especially during COVID a lot of them were struggling to get funding now through pay cargo we are giving them the opportunity to be able to operate and do business with carriers where the carriers might not have been willing to uh, give them credit for example through pay cargo they get access to business with these entities so it's really finding a way to to grow the business by segmenting the marketplace understanding who the players are be it payers vendors be it large be it small and then using that expertise of ours where we really know the industry and know the business to identify those pain points and then address them and those pain points might be different in europe than what it is in the north american market but we once again because we're so agile and we've got this great uh, technology team we're very quick to identify where the need is and then to address it. So yeah, definitely there's, there's a lot of growth for us out there. And I think as a company, you just if you watch the space, you're just gonna see us growing leaps and bounds. Uh, and, and the growth that we're talking about, the 250%, you know, most companies when they do budgeting and we're just starting our budgeting cycle now, they will look at their baseline and maybe do a, a certain percentage on top of their baseline. And, and so for us, that, that doesn't come into play. I mean, from, just from the start, my starting point is that I wanna increase my growth next year by 100%. So that should tell you something. Lionel, what distinguishes uh, PayCargo is the is the refined or robust technology platform. And uh, you are in a very competitive, tightly competitive market space. Uh, and there are several billions of dollars chasing logistic technology startup ecosystem. Uh, with the two rounds of funding uh, amounting to 160 million, what are you and how are you refining your platform to offer more features, much faster service? How are you refining your uh, technology platform? So I, I think the key thing there is that we invest a lot of money in two things. We invest a lot of money in technology and a lot of money in people. So from the people side, we want to make sure that, you know, with all the growth that we're experiencing, that we've really got the right team in place, both from a technology side to be able to support all the integrations, all the technological developments that we need to do. And then also from a customer service side, you know, we, we really pride ourselves in the fact that our normal customer interactions, we answer our customers within 30 minutes. That's the target that we've set for ourselves. And I've been traveling around, uh, we spoke just prior to the interview, you know, I, I've been 
I've been doing a lot of traveling and I meet with a lot of our customers. And I'm proud to say that every single time I speak with them, they always tell me that they instantaneously, when they reach out for customer service, they're getting a response from PayPal and it gets resolved immediately. So having that, that, that really great technology team and that great customer service experience is really important for us. Now on the technology side, one of the things that we really pride ourselves is that we're not a rigid system. So we, we do a lot of customizations. As I mentioned, we go into marketplaces, we look at what the pain points are and then we immediately address them. We're always speaking with our clients, be it big or small, understanding their businesses. And then if we identify gaps where we have not already provided a solution, we very, very quickly come up with a solution and then provide that for the marketplace. So for us, it's really, really important to make sure that we're investing not only in the people to be able to do all of that, but that we have the right technology, that we are in the cloud and, and we use Amazon Web Services, for example. The other thing that's really, really important is that we are ensuring that we're in a secure environment for our stakeholders. So one of the things that, that a lot of people don't know is when they think of pay cargo, they, they really consider us that we're taking the money and that we're touching the money and moving the money. As a fin financial tech company, we're not doing that. Basically, when the money flows from a payer to a vendor, it flows from the payer into a full benefit of account. So an account that we do not even have access to, we never touch that money. And then it flows from there very securely to the vendor. The only money that ends up in our company accounts is the actual fees that are due to us. This means that it's very secure for our clients. The other thing that we spend a lot of time and money on is doing audits, for example. So we do SOC audits. And, and I'm not sure if, if you or, or the viewers are really familiar with a SOC audit, but basically a SOC audit is an audit that's conducted by a third party to ensure that we are managing the financial information of our clients securely and those processes and procedures are robust. So when we have, and, and we've got our SOC 1 audit reports that we can share with our clients, it basically assures them that everything that we do is very secure. So all of these sort of aspects are really important to make sure that, that we've got this robust Platform. That's why we, once again, why we're growing so securely. Nobody's going to use us if they don't trust us and if they're not having a great experience. So, so that's how we're basically investing our funds and our time and our energy to make this platform robust and stronger every day for our stakeholders within the ecosystem. Daniel, let us talk about uh, some of the recent development uh, and their implication on pay cargo, like the Freight Pay, a digital platform that enables Piata members to carry out online transactions. Pay cargo snapping ties with the cargo network services, IATA's US Cargo Am, and the elevation of your own role to a bigger global profile as a chief commercial officer. You have a bigger role to expand your pay cargo's reach across the globe. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it's 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 a very interesting time once again for Pay Cargo. We started off in the North American market. Now we initially had plans to grow already in 2020 to do a lot of the international expansion. And as you know, COVID struck and, and that made it a bit more difficult because in many of the markets, even though the need for our solution was, was really, really great, being able to travel there and being able to set up the partnerships, get everything in place was extremely difficult. So that set us back. We're right now in a position where we're working um, and, and busy recruiting the right teams across the globe 
to really drive that expansion rapidly. We just got uh, Christian Dornhaus as our managing director for the EMIA uh, region. So he's got a big role that he's going to be playing uh, with a rollout in the future. And I'll be working very closely with him. If you have a look at all the technologies that we're working with now, I mean, as you mentioned, you know, we're working with stakeholders like Fiat. Um, we've, we've in the past worked with IATA and, and we're still doing a lot of collaboration there, especially on the one record side is, you know, what we're doing there is really, as I mentioned to you in the beginning, if you look at that overarching strategic objective, which is to drive sustainability, be this force for good driving economies across the globe, you cannot once again do that in isolation. So we're continuously scanning the horizon, looking for opportunities where we can work with others and openly collaborate with others to achieve that broader objective. And, and once again, one record, I think is the future. And, and there we work with companies like Nextshore, where we've done integrations. And Nextshore is an incredible company that, that I've got a huge amount of respect for what Promod and the team are doing there. I, and, and that's why we're supporting them and we've tied in with them on the payment side already. When you when you look at Fiat and, and some of these other collaborations, once again, it was just speaking to stakeholders, hearing about pain points about you know, doing business across the globe and then seeing how we can add value. The growth and, and what we've done at Fiata, it's very interesting. And, and I don't want to talk too much because, about that because that's more than something that I think Stefan at Fiata needs to talk about because we've got a white label solution in place for them where we've built it and we're operating it, but it's, it's their solution that they are running and growing. But there are a number, what, what, what you might be interested in is that there's a number of other associations that's approached us for the same solution and we're starting to uh, roll that out and, and I'll be speaking very shortly with some of those associations to get that done. So you'll see those announcements most probably within the next quarter or so. So there's a lot of opportunities and uh, I think one of the key things for us that's very important and, and has been part of our success again is that we stay in our swimming lane. And that's, I think, also why a lot of the partners are really willing to be open and collaborative and work with us and they trust us is they know pay cargo is focused on the payments. We're not getting into other areas and we're always looking for opportunities to partner with others where we can have this win-win. And I know it sounds a bit cheesy, but it is really a win-win for all stakeholders. Data security and encryption of information from end-to-end -end is becoming very critical. It is a reality that any digital infrastructure can be intruded into, but the success or failure of a system depends on how quickly one is able to get back to normal operations in the event of a serious intrusion. Do you buy that argument? Yes and no. Uh, I don't think it's a simple uh, answer. Um, I mean, from our perspective, we are doing everything possible and investing huge amounts of money and, and manpower to ensure that we don't even get to that point. I think every company, that's the objective for a company, is to ensure that you've got robust security in place and you're being proactive about it so that you don't have to deal with something as, a, as a, a reactively where you have to recover from it. However, I do agree that you have to have backup systems in place and you have to have those recovery processes well-defined and that they're in place so if something ever went wrong so and, and that is something certainly we have got in place now i'm not going to go into a lot of details in this area because as i'm sure you'll understand we don't know who's going to be viewing this uh this interview and 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 i don't want anybody to take this on as a challenge 
to, uh, but it's, it's certainly something we take very seriously and, and our team really spends a lot of time and invests a lot of money in this area. Lionel, uh, tell us about how big is your team and what are the plans ahead in the next one year, two years? It's too difficult to think about next five years. <laughs> exactly. You know, uh, it, it's incredible. So we, we are reaching uh, about 100 people or more within the company right now. That's, that's growing reasonably rapidly. But once again, as I said previously, you know, we do not intend to become this large corporate entity. We always want to be a lean machine that's really focused around having the right people in place. That's really important. And then using technology, um, you know, leading class technology to achieve our objectives. So when we, the amount of time, and you're, you can ask anybody that's been hired by paid cargo, it's most probably one of the most painful processes they will go through because the amount of time we spend on making sure when we're hiring people that we're hiring the right person is is really robust and that's important for us because we only want the best in the company and when i say the best it's not just about the knowledge it's also about the mindset because as i mentioned to you when when you're working in a company like pay cargo which is a mix of corporate and very entrepreneurial people, some people have a challenge uh, with it and, and they and they struggle to adjust because everybody gets involved in everything. We are all passionate about each other's areas. Um, and you have to be at the top of your game every single minute of the day. We, If you want to achieve the sort of growth and objectives that we've got, 250% this year, and, and I'm not saying it's 100% growth next year as our objective. It's going to be more. Um, you know, that that is extremely challenging. So you have to have the right talent in place to do that. So we will continue as we as we grow. We will be hiring. It's it's going to be slower than 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 most companies. But I can guarantee you, when you see the, the names of the people that we're hiring into the company, you'll be impressed and, and you'll understand then what I've said here is that we're really hiring the, the cream of the crop to in order to achieve our objectives. So so that's really the big part of our game is to make sure that we've got a great team in place and then and it's not just from the, at the senior levels it's really also at the most junior level within the company we want to hire top talent that can really help us to take this company to the next level and if you want to do that where you've got a you know a promise to our clients that we're going to respond to you within 30 minutes and resolve your queries you know in less than an hour you need to have people that are really committed and passionate about what they do. Lionel, uh, you are a part of a financial technology company, fintech company that has several uh, several hundreds of customers in the logistic industry. As an individual, uh, as a leader in the company, what are the technology trends that you are watching and uh, what technology trends uh, fascinate you? Obviously, anything payments excites me tremendously, but I once again, I think one of the, the key areas that, that I'm watching very, very closely is anything that enables open collaboration, open data sharing, and trust across broader communities. That's, that's critical for us. Uh, you know, right now, as we talked about previously, we, we, we're sitting in an industry that's still very fragmented. So anything like one record standard, that's really opening up across the broader logistics industry, that open data sharing and at lower costs 
you know, where we're not having to pay huge amounts for each data transmission, I think is critical. What we see at airports like Schiphol and uh, Belgium, you know, at, at some of the airports there where they've got these cargo communities. Um, in the US, Atlanta, I think Elliot Page and the team uh, have, have been doing a great job uh, with Carly and and to me, they were really forward thinking and leading. It's not easy rolling out these programs and getting people to onboard. But I think it's really important that we've got leaders out there willing to step up. And, and I think airports have got a critical role to play because if you open this just to let's let's have a you know uh, all the stakeholders together and let's get consensus, it's never going to happen. You really need somebody to lead and drive the adoption. And we're starting to see those people stepping up. Um, so those are the sort of things that excite me. The other thing that, that really interests me is what's happening in terms of governance and payments. Uh, I, I think there's still a lot of red tape and dysfunction when it gets to payments uh, with government entities. And that's something that needs to be addressed down the line. There are, there are initiatives. I know in the US, for example, they're, they're, at the government level, there are initiatives to modernize and they're looking at blockchain, etc. So that's, that's something else that I'll be watching very closely. Lionel, it was such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much. Reggie, thanks. Have a wonderful day. Nice chatting with you. That was Lionel Vanderwalt, Global Chief Commercial Officer of Paycargo. Join me next Thursday as I bring you a new guest in a fresh episode of Logistic Tech Dialogues presented by Kale Logistics Solutions. Until next Thursday, take good care of yourself and be safe.